Hey, it's Thursday. That means it's time for Thesis Thursday. Thesis Thursday is a program where we invite our friends from the University of Arizona to come on down to the radio station. We sit and talk a little bit about what they're working on in school. I ask them their plans for the future, and we even talk a little bit about music. Joining me in the studio today is Sarah Lester. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, nice to meet you, Bridget. You go to the U of A, and you work in a lab. This is all I know about you. All right, I guess I'll have to explain a lot then. <laughs> right on. What are you doing? I work in a lab at the U of A that studies a type of genetic epilepsy. So it's a type of epilepsy that you're born with instead of the type you would get from injuries like concussions or stuff like that. So it's really, really rare. Only about 300 people in the world are known to have it. And we're trying to develop a new model so that we can study it in the lab and try to help them. 300 people in the world? In the world that we know of. These 300 people, mm -hmm. are we talking about 300 people alive right now? Yes. Where are, they're probably all over. So yeah, they are absolutely all over. We have several people in the United States. We have some from Germany that I know of. I think a couple from China, some from Canada. We started a registry for all of these people. We have all of these resources that we have to connect to other people who are studying it. And we're like, if your child has SCNA day epilepsy, please join our registry. Give us the type of mutation that they have, the symptoms that they experience, how old they were when they were diagnosed. And we're going to put that into our registry so people know, hey, this is one of the mutations that we can look for and that we can potentially find treatments for, because not all the mutations work exactly the same way. Does it function kind of as a support group too, where people can exchange information? Yep, so we have it connected to a Facebook group as well, where people can share resources. We share articles about the current research that's happening and any new leads that have been found along the way. So yeah, it definitely acts as a support group as well. Not only is SCN8A super rare, but it comes in different varieties. Yeah. Treatment for genetic epilepsy, where are we at on that? Not at a very good point. Only about a quarter of them can actually respond to medications, and then it's only a very specific subset of them. How many people are working with you? We have, I think, about a dozen people in our lab right now. Something unique about our lab is that we're almost all undergraduates, so we're really trying to bring in that new, fresh idea kind of mentality to the field and yeah. kind of try out whatever we can. What are some of your new ideas? Right now, we are looking at a couple different ways that we can try to alleviate some of the symptoms of this epilepsy. We're testing CBD, since that is a super hot thing right now, and it actually does have a lot of activity in the brain, so it can calm a lot of areas of the body at once instead of just the one specific little point that a lot of medications can. We're trying to see if that helps our mice who have epilepsy live any longer or kind of tamp their seizures down, which interestingly, it actually does. If you dose mice from like a super, super early age, they have fewer seizures throughout their lifetime. And so it's not as severe. And then if you dose them after they start having seizures, then they live longer. So far, kind of promising. So how do you give the mice CBD? Do they toke up or what? <laughs> so mice really, really love peanut butter. We actually get them organic Trader Joe's peanut butter and we mix in CBD with it and we give them in like these little basically snack trays. They get their <laughs> peanut butter and CBD for the day. And then the other way that we're doing it is taking something out of their diet called selenium. Selenium is super, super important in very minute quantities for your body to function properly. Originally, we thought that 
adding selenium to the diet would then help the body. But we actually found that taking it out of the diet worked better, which is weird because you need it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're still trying to figure that one out. So Sarah, what are your plans after graduation? I am really, really intrigued by all different types of genetic disease. So I'd really like to continue studying it. And this fall, I'm planning on applying to PhD programs for genetic disease. Do you ever listen to music? I do, quite a bit. Like what, for example? So right now I'm listening to Halsey's new album, basically on repeat. I love it very much. Lana Del Rey's new album that came out in like last summer-ish. Melanie Martinez, the theme is like very storytelling female artists at this point. So yeah, those are those are the top three. Oh, and the Jonas Brothers new album. Nice. <laughs> That's a pretty good variety you got there. Yeah, it's kind of all over the place. It's a good time. That's what we do here at Cakes. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Thesis Thursdays is produced right here at KXCI Tucson with generous support from our listeners. For more information about this and other programs, visit kxci.org.